papers Who wants yesterday's guns? Who wants yesterday's papers? Nobody in the world Last night was Ethan Russell. Um, 
mm-hmm. <laughs> who did a talk about <laughs> he photographed a lot of famous things on John and Yoko and and uh-huh. uh, and I and I get my facts straight. So I thought he did the photograph on you know I designed uh, with my friend Jeffrey. We designed mm-hmm. the John Lennon Imagine album trade ads. And uh, I think I, I emailed you the whole story, and I also emailed Bob and David yeah. Douglas. So the real photographer is not is not Ethan, which Jeffrey thought it was after I talked to him like a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. It was another person who actually emailed you who passed away, but did a lot of photographs in the seventies and and did the famous John Lennon sit, sitting at the white piano with the headphones on uh-huh. in the white room. And uh, I, I sent you a picture of that, and it's like, uh, that, and it was yeah. also the poster in the album, folded into the album, the same photograph. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Ethan did a great talk last night. He has a lot of um, great ro- Rolling Stones, The Who, you know, he, The Who, and... Mm-hmm. and um, oh, it's so funny. You mentioned um, Rolling Stones right before we started our show. I was listening to other music. Good timing, Holly. That's right. You wait, listen right to this. Record. No, and this song, this song, no, well, yeah, we got our Rolling Stones song that we opened up with, and that is, just so everyone knows, our pop culture news song that Spencer and I use before we do pop culture news, what's yeah. done in the Rolling Stones and newspapers, right? But, um, That's right. Uh, I was I was listening to a, a very rare edition of um, the Rolling Stones um, sitting on the dock of the bay, and, oh really? Um, oh, that's Rolling really cool. Stones and the Beatles. Yeah, it's a very obscure tune, and mm. I was listening to that right before we went live today. That's and, incredible. Uh, yeah, so you know, um, for everybody out there, if anyone would like to call in and just kind of tell us what's going on for the weekend, if you have any events going on or anything, three four seven six seven seven one zero three six. And I'll pick up the phone. This is Holly Steffi and Spencer Drate. And uh doesn't seem like Steven's going to call in. Or maybe he's he will. Who knows? But um, yeah, anyway. I uh, <laughs> wanted to mention a couple of things. Yeah, I'll mention a couple of things. I, I was interviewed for a Robert, yeah. Fripp, a Robert Fripp doc film. We all know Robert Fripp uh-huh. played with King Crimson and um, produced right. Daryl Hall album. Uh, and... Mm-hmm. Uh, that was interesting. I got interviewed a couple of weeks ago. And one of the people, Chris Stein's interview. A lot of a lot of great people are interviewed. And and pe- people don't know uh, Robert Fripp played on a song called "I Zimbra" on Fear of Music album that I just co-designed with Talking Heads, which is very interesting. Mm-hmm. He did a lot of. He was all over the place. And then he did an album with um, a member of the Police, Andy Summers. He did an album with Andy Summers. Mm-hmm. Was reading into his really reading into his life. I mean, there's a lot of in- interesting things about. It. And of course, he he played with Brian Eno on uh, his early albums that that I was familiar with. Um, but uh, he's an interesting figure. He's on tour now. Uh, King Crimson is on tour, and Robert mm-hmm. Fripp's on tour with them now. That's an interesting story. But um, Fripp is a very important person. The director is Andy uh, Chinitsi. Chen- He'll come on our show after the film goes out. Uh-huh. You know when it comes out, but right. it, it should be a good film. He's got really the important people to be interviewed. He's going to England to uh, interview Peter Gabriel, for instance. You know, so mm-hmm. it's pretty well put together. I think this film, and um, 
The other thing is I could mention is that we're going to have Judith and I curated a art of vinyl cover show, which will be on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And we selected some of the best LP and 45 covers. And uh, Yeah, no, that's we'll, cool. Yeah, we're going to have a – oh, I didn't tell you the rest of it, though. Uh, we have a voiceover being done by Zach Martin, who did a three-radio interview mm-hmm. with us. He's going to do the voiceover. And then um, the soundtrack – we picked uh, a great song, which will last about eight minutes. It's a, it's a song by The Cure called A Forest, uh-huh. uh, and it's the live version. Now, why I picked the live version at uh, Pink Pop mm-hmm. 2019, you can get it on YouTube. It's on my wall, by the way. But anyway, what's interesting is not only does it make the whole, as the covers are being shown across, dissolving and so forth, uh, about 100 covers total, by the way, and only a nine-minute view, which is good, so it doesn't take up a lot of time. Uh, it, it, the soundtrack makes it come alive. And also what's nice about the live thing is that it's a very melodic, long cut, some lyrics, of course, if you know the song, but the the, the people cheering in the background. So it's kind of like you're watching the covers come across the screen and dissolve, but then it's like a lot coming alive, you know. It's like a concert in the background. <laughs> it's really interesting. Mm-hmm. So we like the idea. So we're putting all the pieces together. Patrick Bombaric produced it, who did um, a three radio interview with Zach, um, which is out there on YouTube. And it should be a really great show. And then we're planning to do a very big vinyl show in New York, which is going down the line. We're getting the proposal together, and it involves about. Six people, um, Sylvia Reed, the ex-wife of Lou Reed, who's a great designer, me and Judith, uh, Sean Masha Smith, who is art director of Virgin Records, won a lot of awards, and Diego Ponce, who's involved with a gallery in New York, um, uh-huh. and um, and Patrick's involved, Patrick's involved. So it, that should be really Patrick cool. Patrick Von so, Yeah, our friend. Patrick. Our oh, friend okay. Patrick, yeah. He's he's really mm-hmm. good at visuals now. I mean, he's he's done a lot with the radio interviews, and he, he's doing this YouTube thing. He's very excited. So that should be you cool. know that is yeah. that is so cool that he's doing that. And you know, you mentioned uh, vinyl first, and I wanted to say I got some some articles this morning from the Morrison oh, wow. Hotel Gallery with a vinyl oh. record, and it talks about the soundtracks. To different oh, things. Oh, wow. Your yeah, soundtrack. Yeah, they're doing and then, the Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could you mention that? Yeah. That's good you mentioned Yeah, that. and then, yeah, and that that's kind of cool. That's going on at the Morrison. And also, right. you've talked right. about film, and we just want to uh, wish um, the Southeast International Film Festival, the logo that you designed, um, mm. uh, a good weekend. We just want to wish oh, them okay. a good weekend. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So Our that's yeah, a lot of weekend. stuff going on with film. Um, uh, I'm doing. Yeah. Uh, well, we're doing actually. We both of us are doing. We're getting some films on. We'll be getting some films on. Um, I oh, you know what I got to send you? I have, I'm getting a um, link to the Lydia Lunch film that's going to be shown at the oh, New York cool. Rock Festival, which I'll send over to you. That'll be fine. Uh, that's going to be sent over in mm-hmm. the next couple of days. And then um, that's interesting. Lydia Lunch is a trip. You know, she's a whole trip to the pump. Yeah, no, and, and you know, I wanted to tell everyone right now is a really good time. A lot of people that aren't on tour 
and and right now it's kind of believe it or not, even though it's the holidays and you think, oh, the musicians are really busy. Holidays are kind of like a slow time for some people, and so you're going to see a lot of pop-ups of a lot of people that are pretty high-profile just dropping into different gigs places like we were talking about yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of events going on around, you know, especially in New York and then also here on the West Coast. We have a lot of, uh, you know, type of events to help raise awareness and money for all the fire victims. Yeah, exactly. Right. We're not tragedy. experiencing yeah, that really... right now. I'll tell you something. I've yeah. been since 2010. This past year, or maybe going into the year before, there's never I've never heard of so many fires in my life that were going on out there. Yeah, you know, you know it was two years ago. We had one of the worst fires. Mm. Unfortunately, today, and I'm going to say real quickly that today is the anniversary of Paradise. Um, makes mm. me sad think about it but um mm-hmm. also we have um you know our own things that we're dealing with mm-hmm. so you know um there's a lot of really good things going on i mean to offset you know the negative aspects of so many things that are going happening in the area yeah i'm, I'm going but, I wanted to um, mention I wanted to mention mm-hmm. uh, in New York Sunday, which I mentioned uh, yesterday on the show, uh, the, mm-hmm. but people, uh, if you're in New York, uh, it's Robert Gordon with Chris Spedding and Tommy Price and a one-time only show altogether, which is What is amazing. that? Sunday night, uh, it'll be 8 o'clock mm-hmm. at the Iridium in New York, uh, that, that great club in New York. It's a small club. It's a really great club. We're at Escovedo. Oh, wow. Last time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's a big event. And we had Tommy on our show. We had Robert Gordon on our show. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, no, that's cool. Yeah, so it's going to be really cool. I think it'll be a great event. And um, Tommy's wife invited me, so that's pretty nice. But, you know, it's like uh, I'm looking forward to that because it's a one-time only. Chris Spedding, if people don't know, one of the greatest guitar players from England, and I've seen him play before, but... To see him, I haven't seen him in a long time to play, and he's quite exceptional. And now he's on tours with big name groups. You know, he's quite an amazing mm-hmm. guitarist. Um, I'm very famous in the English guitar line, you know, in history, music. Mm-hmm. So, and we all know Tommy Price, who's an amazing drummer. Yeah. Jet years, yeah. He's really cool, and Robert Gordon. So I, I have no idea what they're going to play. You know, it's going to be really interesting that whole thing. What That'll are they be fun. Play? Yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. That'll be really fun. And you know what? I'm 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 um I'm sure that Stephen Heller is not going to be calling in. So I want everyone to know that's listening that tuned in to hear Stephen. Um that Stephen will be rescheduled. Yeah. Um yeah. somehow we'll get him uh kind of scheduled. And um, is there anything else we want to talk about? Because I'm going to end the show actually with the song that I was talking about. Well, we could, we could end it. When, we uh, could, yeah, sure. I mean, um, oh, we both have, this is very important, everybody mm-hmm. out there, we both got the new uh, Debbie Harry book, Face It. Oh, which, yeah, uh, Debbie Harry. Holly just got it. I got too. it a, a little bit. Yeah, so yeah, it'll be it's fun. quite a book. Holly, I'm telling mm-hmm. you, it's a great book, right? It's a great book. Oh, it is. Um, it's fantastic. The stories and I want to say also, 
um, we received an email yesterday from Carol in regards to the Rolling Stones, I believe, in Rio. Yeah, I was going to mention and that. And I want to I want to say yep. that's being released as well. Um, so yeah, yeah. Uh, we love Carol and Chaos Entertainment and um, or Chaos Productions actually. And so we want to thank Carol for always sending us cool, fun stuff to kind of talk about. And what a great way to end our show today with uh, Drift Away, not on the dock of the bay, Drift Away with, <laughs> the, with uh, no, who was it? No, Mick. Mick Jagger is singing, and the Beatles are are are, are in are his backup. Where? Really oh fun. yeah! Before we leave, we're gonna call. So we should let's let's just mention that Carol sent it. It's the Rolling Stone Bridges to Buenos Aires, uh-huh. and uh, Buenos that's Aires. the name of it. Yeah. Uh-huh. So um, we want to say that's a great one, and uh, want to give it a good. Do you know anyone we want to call? Any prank calls or anything like that? Let's see. Who anyone we, we want to call? Yeah, we want to call. Who can we call? Yeah, I got the switchboard up. <laughs> Call. <laughs> let's call. Let's see. Who would we want to call? Um, oh, wait. We should call up Tommy here. Price. Ooh, we can wait, call hold Tommy. on Hello? a second. Hello? Who's Hello? This? Steve Heller. Who's this? Oh, great, Steven. Oh, Steve Heller. Steve Heller. Do you know what time it is? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I fell asleep. Oh, how are you, Steven? How are you? I'm Steve fine. Heller. I'm so sorry. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. I introduced you, Stephen. I introduced you as one of as because I've been watching a lot of videos and a lot of things about you. That you're one of the most prolific um, designers and authors in our time, and you have 180 over 180 books, and counting, and that you did underground newspapers. <laughs> That's right. All about it's, it. it's all put me to sleep. <laughs> okay, so listen, Stephen Heller, would you tell our audience who you are for the people that may not know? Because I know there are a lot of people tuned in to listen to you. Hey, Stephen, yeah. go for it. Hey, sorry to be late. It's all about you. I'm, uh, I am uh, a New Yorker. Uh, <laughs> I run, uh, co-chair a graduate program at the School of Visual Arts in New York City. Uh, I write books and articles, and I nap during the day. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, my name is Stephen Heller, and I did you feel like you're like um, in a meeting or something? It's really funny. You do a lot of things, Stephen. Yeah. I've been listening I to wa- all I wanted to ma- Holly. Oh, okay. He's not telling us everything. Well, well I, wa- um, I want to mention Holly. Let me mention Stephen. Let's see. You... Wait, Steve, what were you saying? What were you saying? I'm wait, just wait, shy. Steve? That's all. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, right. Not after the interviews I saw. I saw you were just like talking so eloquently too. I'm sorry. What were you going to say, Spencer? Uh, I was just going to say that uh, Stephen was part of a, a a very big 400 punk show, which I was a part of. I had a poster in it. Um, recently mm-hmm. at the at the Museum of Arts and Design in New York, which ran for several months. It was a really great show. And Stephen had an event, oh, cool. which I went to, where I think I mentioned it also, Stephen. I mentioned the event on our show. Um, but you, you're, I've followed you for years. You know, I've done a number of pop culture. You're the one that's following me, huh? 
I'm the one that's following you. <laughs> yes, it's your life. Stalker. Your life. And and I'm really honored that you're on the show because in in the in the area of graphic design, I enjoy first of all I want to tell you I enjoy even on Facebook your articles that bring out magazines and very important graphic matter that people should read of high and by the There's way I got on the line high quality things. of high quality and normal and Thank things you. that people like you and I like just the norm people can also understand and and have such a great you you've had such a great influence yeah on well, you know different that. things. Oh, 180 yeah. books, Stephen? How did you have time it's to do 193, and sleep? actually. Oh, oh well, 193. 193 now? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So 193 books. A lot of trees, books. a lot of forest land. <laughs> and, you're, and, you're, and you still have time to sleep. So why don't you tell us what you're currently working on? Let's hear from Stephen. This show's about him. Let's hear it. What am I currently working on? Well, I'm finishing a book yeah. on uh, called... Uh, Manhattan and Diagrams, or Manhattan Island of Diagrams, actually. I'm doing it with a uh, Barcelonian uh, designer named Antonis Antonis, and we're doing Mm -hmm. it for Abrams Books, and it's uh, a collection of maps and charts and diagrams all kind of exploring the city of New York. Secret oh, really? Cave? That's incredible. Like in Paris? Well, Secret Cave, like in Paris, cutaways of great buildings, some of which still exist, some of them don't. Some of the charts show uh, uh, New York in comparison to other places. Some of it shows the uh-huh. secret places, the secret sewers, the secret uh, subway lines, the uh, ways that maps are used as... Uh, influence in art and design and uh it's just a fun book for, about the city that I've grown up in and loved mm-hmm. and the first few books I ever did decades ago were about New York City. Do you have a release wow. date on it, Stephen? Do you have I'm a sorry. Date? Yeah. Oh, you have a pub date on it? It's yet? supposed to be the uh fall of 2020. Okay, great. Oh, wow. How did you get to? How did you decide that that's what you wanted to do? I supposing that you're working with all the planning and building departments and getting special maps and researching them. Well, actually, my co-author on this it was his idea. Mm-hmm. He came to me. Okay. Uh, as Great I idea. said, he's he's a, he lives in Barcelona. He comes from Cyprus, so he had a mm-hmm. unique view of New York. And since I've done three or four books on New York City, including uh, on the 1939 World's Fair, I just fell in love with the idea. So I don't take the credit for the idea, and I don't take the credit for the majority of the material that is going into the book. I take the credit for uh, uh, some of the writing, most of the writing. Um, But... You know, I write so much about graphic design, I've come to a point where there's not that much more to say. So mm-hmm. I have to look in other areas for exciting. satisfaction. Yeah. Yeah, I was, let me bring have in you, something, Holly. Holly, I want to bring in something. Peter, uh, Stephen, you wrote an article on Facebook. It was really good about this certain graphic magazines, like I believe iMagazine, you know, those magazines. 
They well, I wrote, I reprinted an article that uh, I had written many, many moons ago about okay. Ford magazines that are gone, lost forever. Right, right. Uh, and the sadness we must all feel. Yeah, me too. Uh, having lost so many magazines in, in uh, the, the last 10 years to both the Internet mm-hmm. and to uh, the mm-hmm. fact that there's not that oh, yeah. audience anymore. Oh, so yeah, true. It's true. It's true. So true. You know, that is so true, Stephen, because when I ask, talk to publishers, they all want to send me digital copies of books, and I say, no, could I please have a hard copy? And they all send yeah. me hard copies. I mean, I, I don't really mind like it. Them. I don't. I love. I won't read on a on a device. I still get books. Yeah. I'll still buy them, where they'll be sent to me. Yeah. And then I have. To, what do I do with them once I've finished with them? Uh, sometimes I take them to the swap shop at the uh, town transfer station oh, really? in Connecticut, where I have a house. Oh, wow. mm-hmm. Sometimes I send them to friends without asking whether me they too. want them or not. Yeah. Uh, but there's. You know, there's no space anymore. Uh, at least Got a for hell me. Got a library, I bet. <laughs> yeah, but it's all full, and to get a uh, new book in, you have to take an old book out. So, yeah, uh, life is hard. Yeah. Okay. I I wanted to talk I about wanted that. To bring up, I wanted to bring up the fact that um, that uh, also Stevens won an AIGA medal and is in the right. Hall of Fame, lifetime uh, which is very prestigious. Uh, he's won a lot of awards, and um, again, it's a pleasure a to have you on, Stephen. Stephen, your history, you know. Well, thanks. Wanna, I'm feeling like back. history. <laughs> oh, you're funny. No, I want to go back to your um, comment. Life is hard. Well, life is hard. We all know that. We live under George. Not George Bush. We did live under George Bush. We live under. I wish we lived under George Bush. It was better. Uh, okay. We live under Donald Trump. We live in a crazy time. Uh, we live mm-hmm. where people are not uh, earning what they deserve and what, and not That's being able true. to live on what they earn. And uh, it's n- no harder than it was 20 years ago, 30 years ago, 50 years ago, 200 years ago. But uh, uh, life can be uh, challenging. So my, what I was just saying about life being hard meant I couldn't find a shelf to put a new book on, and and <laughs> that's very <laughs> trivial compared to all the other things uh, that are going on. You know, when Spencer and I were talking about you and all your different awards and everything, and I was asking him, I said, he went. He went to a um, university in the Czech Republic. I'd like to know about that because I'm part yeah, Ukrainian, that's, that's so I'm curious. Well, I didn't really go to, to a university in the Czech Republic. I have an uh-huh. honorary doctorate okay. from one, really? uh, which meant I I went for a graduation Did ceremony. You speak Czech? <laughs> no, I write checks. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you write checks. Really funny. But uh, no, it's just uh, uh, there's a university of, of West Bohemia in Pilsen, uh-huh. Czech Republic that uh, mm-hmm. has as a special faculty, as a special uh, department, uh, a mm-hmm. art school named after Ladislav Sutnar, who was a great mm-hmm. 
designer who worked in the United States after he emigrated from Czechoslovakia right before the, the mm-hmm. uh, Nazis took over. And Pilsen was his hometown, and uh, during the communist era, he was persona non grata. And mm-hmm. so after the communists fell, they named a school after him, and I had the honor to be able to go over to the Czech Republic with uh, his son and his urn of ashes. Oh, wow. Because they reinterned him and his wife, or Mm -hmm. actually interned him and his wife for the first time, in a Czech cemetery. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. But the school there is really terrific. They... It's a full full art school with everything from graphic mm-hmm. design to uh, painting and photography, and mm. uh, it's in his name. And uh, every year they put on an exhibition, and every year uh, they do some publications as well as graduate many very talented students into the world. Wow. Mm-hmm. Hey, I, uh, I know you were close to What did Seymour you think of their Schwaz. program? What? Oh. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. What did you think of their pro? What did you think of their program in the Czech Republic? Did you find it to be? Yeah. Did you find it it's to be sophisticated? Like, up to it's uh, well run. Really? It's wow. got faculty who are very uh, uh, devoted to the students, and it's got uh, mm-hmm. students who are very devoted to to the design world and what they can make for the world and uh it, it it's it's an enviable place to be. Mm. That's a great thing. I'm sorry I didn't mean to cut you off, Spencer. What oh, it's okay. Uh, I wanted to ask uh Stephen about uh, your your relationship with a C- oh, very famous Seymour Schwast and Louise Feely who was in your life, right? Well, Louise Feely my relationship is tenuous. It's, she's my wife. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's a great right. designer, by the way. Great she is a great designer. And she is a great person. She's a great designer and a very talented person as well. Mm-hmm. And, and Seymour, Seymour, Seymour Quast him. is uh, yeah. my oh. best friend. He's uh, oh. a legend. He, he and Milton Glaser founded... Pushpin Studios and Seymour at 88 is still working every day, making drawings, making design. Oh. <clears throat> as is Milton, who at 90 is uh, still as active as he's ever been. 90. More, so. Wow. Yeah, Milton's really. They have a film. Uh, by the way, Stephen, they had a film on Milton. I love New York. That was in the uh, Tribeca Film Festival. A short film about him. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was all about I Love New York, the logo, you know, and he never right, expected right. the logo. Of course, he never expected the logo to be so big, you know. It was just well for him, it was that just a dash so off, funny. and yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're right, exactly. It is right, a, an icon. That is, that yep. is funny. Yep, exactly right. Well, you know. I wanted to say, since you're doing this project on New York, and I know that New York is very much a part of you, you worked with the New York Times for a long time, right? You want to discuss that with us? We'd well, I worked for the Times for th- on as an art years. director for 33 right? years, and then I yeah. was on contract after I left for another five years doing 
bits wow. and pieces. Wow, it's a long so time. So the New York Times was my home for quite a bit. And I okay. used to uh, get into the office at 5.30 every morning and wow. leave around 6.30 every night and uh, went in on Saturdays, Sundays, and holidays for many, many years. Really? Uh, wow. But I, I love wow. the Times. That's... It's a great institution, and now it's sadly under attack by the forces of evil in the White House, and uh, hopefully it will mm-hmm. prevail. It will. I think mm-hmm. it will. You know, Stephen, I think it will. I think it will prevail. You know, speaking from a media uh, perspective, I can just tell you that we're holding our ground. <laughs> we're trying. Well, I think uh, there's there are a lot of people that realize uh, we're in very tense times. And uh, mm-hmm. when Donald Trump was elected that night, I swore that I would only read dystopian novels. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I went out and <laughs> got 1984 for, you know, I, I hadn't <laughs> read it since I was a kid. And, yeah. uh, Erewhon and uh, uh, Handmaiden's Tale and found oh, really? that <laughs> Jack London had written a dystopian novel wow. as well. So yeah, that's funny. You know, Jack it London? was, yeah. Jack London, really? I Jack know, London I know of, uh, of of Here. the Wolf. <laughs> yeah, I white, go to his. I go to his. Um, I go to his house and his uh, woods pretty much every other day. It's right near me, Jack London really? Estate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know huh. what? I got to tell you guys, Smithsonian Magazine, a new issue has a whole issue on Jack London right now. Wow! Oh, that's, that's fantastic. Yes, Ms. well, I don't well, remember I'm the sure name of I the haven't... book, but it's actually a very, you know, if in what that genre you? of dystopia of what if, uh, it's very, uh-huh. it's fascinating to read him because when I was a kid, I only read read books that were meant for kids that he wrote or mm-hmm. meant for young adults, and uh, so. Uh, so I'm thanks to Donald Trump, I was able to read a lot of books that I haven't <laughs> read before. <laughs> You're so funny, Stephen. Well, I'll tell you that Jack London Estate is really beautiful, and they have the wolves on the wall and all, a lot of his books and pictures of his sailboats. And, wow. Um, they and where is this? Found, oh, my gosh, listen to this. Sonoma, right near me. I'm in Sonoma, um, where the fires uh, were. We were just talking about them before you came on, uh, before you w- awoke from your slumber. But what I wanted to tell you was um, that they recently found the desk that they believe he wrote Call of the Wild on in the woods. Yeah. And, really? Um, That's incredible. Yeah, and it's it's so cool. It's got, like, they found little bottles of... Um, of his alcohol and um, his pens and papers and stuff like that. And, and listen, cool. Holly, if you're into Jack, if we're into Jack London, you got to see the new Smithsonian issue. I just got all about yep. Jack London, his life, oh, that's uh, great. all of the wild, you know, the, well, all his travels, that's his part travels, of, that's and what, what he wrote here. about. What? That's what it is here. Yeah. When you, when oh, you visit yeah. Sonoma, you can see it. Have you been oh, to it, great. Stephen? I've never been to Sonoma. Was Sonoma 
badly uh, okay, it's damaged? it's Sonoma, California. It's Sonoma, California. It's right near Napa. And so basically, really, he's in um, Glen Ellen. So Glen Ellen Springs. And then they have the Gage House, which is his house that he actually lived in that they've converted into a restaurant. Then there's another place that he was at, still the original architecture. It's beautiful. And uh, they have an inn there, and it's really beautiful. Um, inside, outside, the stream is there. Oh, it's and it survived the fire? Really pretty area. Uh-huh. It, was, it, well, it, it survived the fire. Yep. It came right up well. to there. And we're so happy, you know, that our first responders are – Always on it every year. They're very so brave last people. Two years ago, it was yep. bad. Yeah. Yeah. It was really yeah. bad this year too. And uh, what I about just your a house? Were you okay? I'm fine. The thing that was bothering us the most was smoke and no power. We didn't have power. PG&E decided to cut power and electricity and uh, gas to some people. And there are quite a few people though did did lose houses and. Um, I think 300 and some houses are really headed out towards Healdsburg, um, which was kind of sad. And there are a couple mm-hmm. wineries that are gone, but um, we're rebuilding, you know. That's what we can do. Well, that seems what you do. You rebuild. Mm-hmm. It's terrible, you though. Have it's really, to. yeah. It is. It is. And um, our little friend um, blamed. Uh, the fires on the way that we're keeping our forest. So um, that was pretty. That was pretty sad. Who's going to cut our fire? Um, uh, what was it? The sport that they were going to give to people for fire. Well, yeah, he rebuild. knows the he knows the real meaning of empathy. I'd hate to be in his yeah. house on Christmas morning. And yeah. wait, and there is no global warming, right, Stephen? No, there's no global warming, no climate change, no problems whatsoever. Happily fed and. I have to tell uh, you, this is funny because you know what? It's like 75, 80 degrees during the day, and once it hits like four, four thirty, like in about another couple hours, it gets cold and it drops down into the like thirties. It's cold here at night. Yeah, really cold. But during the day, it's gorgeous. We get like you know, Indian summer. But you know, have you have you thought about like um? Well, I want to ask you: Have you designed for any movies? Have you done anything on any films and stuff like that? I've my son is a filmmaker, oh, so really? he's oh, wow. I'm living vicariously okay. off of him. Uh, years ago, I was doing a book on film title design, and I had to oh, nice. give it up because 50% of the designers who did the title sequences, like Pablo Ferro and mm-hmm. yeah. uh, Saul Bass and the like, uh, they allowed me to use their work for basically for free. Uh, and the mm-hmm. other 50%, where the studios were involved, they would charge something like 350 to $400 per frame. So oh, wow. I, couldn't, I couldn't do it, and I ended up having to... Uh, turn the book back and and not do it but I'd always been a fan a great fan of film and particularly film title sequences let me come in and on I this guess Holly, in my I uh, uh, uh Stephen I did a book called Motion by Design 
uh, and part of the book was on opening credits, uh, just what right. we're talking about with great title sequences. And, yeah, and Kyle, yeah, exactly. Kyle Cooper wrote the introduction. I called him up. You know, Kyle, he did seven. He opened right. into seven. Sure. And so he, I spoke to him, and he said to me, Spencer, I'll write the introduction. <laughs> I said, okay. And he said, very, you know, to have him do that was unreal. But we always talked about, always talked to Kyle about doing a show on that in New York, something. And then we had a gallery, but the gallery folded and never evolved. But, but I've always been a big fan of, of opening credit title sequences in TV and in film. And, uh, you know, you watch, um, I mean, like uh, Mad Men, for instance, has a great sequence in the beginning of the TV Yeah, series, wonderful right? sequence. Isn't it? And so I love talking about this, Stephen. <laughs> Opening credits is a big thing with me. And and guess what? You know this. They don't give an Academy Award for this. This is ridiculous. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. I mean, or an Emmy. Or an uh, Emmy. Te- right. Television title sequences now, particularly on cable, they all That's follow the horrible. same formula, more or less, but mm-hmm. they're quite good. You know, Game of Thrones was a wonderful sequence. Oh, yeah, it's true. Kind of mm-hmm. great. Oh, yeah. You you yep. wait for the new season just to see if they've changed the sequence or not. And I also I also have a book called VFX Artistry. VFX Artistry, uh, Stephen. Mm-hmm. That's uh, it's all about uh, opening credit sequences. The whole book, uh, ah, special nice. effects, which is a great book. But I've always been a fan of that and the typography. We're both into that. The great typography. Well, really my favorite uh, film title sequence. Is my man Godfrey, which is done. Oh, that's great! Oh, oh that's yeah, great. you know that. Yeah. All done with Hollywood, uh, with yeah. the Broadway style lighting. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, it's a great film too. It's a great film. I love that film. Oh my God. So your son's in the film. What kind of film is your son doing? Well, my son does videos. He has a very huge following on uh, uh, Instagram. Uh, he's called New York Nico, and he's done a number of documentaries of New York characters really? that wow. have uh-huh. gotten considerable amount of attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, he hates the term, New but York they call Nico? him an influencer. Nico? New York Nico. Okay, hold on, I'm, look- I'm looking so at that. New York right Nico at tellerfilms.com. Stephen? I don't know what festivals he's been in, but he yeah, yeah, yeah. he gets a fair amount of press on uh, TV when he comes out with a film, and he oh, has, that's great. He's done a I'm couple of series him right now. One one of the series which I'm really proud of him for is called The Queens of Kings, and it's mm. about uh, transvestite culture in uh, wow. Brooklyn, Kings County. Really, wow. So he did two series of those, uh-huh. uh, and he's done uh, New York's Got Talent, which has been okay. video series as well it. as a live uh, uh, talent oh, show. Oh, that's is incredible. He, is, his, is his avatar a face with a black hat on and sunglasses? He has a few avatars, so I don't really know. But it's Heller Films or New York Nico or Nuova Nico. Yeah. Nuova York Nico. NYC NICO? It's uh, New York, not NYC NICO. Okay, sorry. 
Okay, so I'm going to spell it out. New York. I'm going to find it right now. Nico, N-I-C-O? Yeah, and there's a Vimeo channel okay. for with him. Oh, wow. oh yeah, he's even he's even um yeah, Nicholas Heller. I found him. Wow, look at that. That's cool. So I'm very proud of him. He's he should uh, be. He's part of hellerfilms.com. I see yeah. that. There it is. Those are cool. So yeah, I figure I'll now I can stop Patrick. doing everything and just let him out. <laughs> <laughs> really now. <laughs> Oh, you are too funny. So, you know, when we're talking about films, are you helping him with any of the films um, that he's working on? Like you said, you you um, had started to, and then you walked away from it. Are you still looking at it? or still I don't, critical, I don't you know? do anything with him on film. At some no? point, we were talking about a, a collaboration. He He's mm-hmm. done a couple of films with me in them. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, he did, he does a lot of documentaries for the School of Visual Arts on their poster oh, wow. makers. So really? anybody who's done a series of posters or a poster for that advertises SVA, they have something called the Subway mm-hmm. Series, and mm-hmm. he's done about fifteen of those. And I, uh, with uh, an illustrator named Victor Cohen, I worked on three sets of posters. So. He did a film on us. I don't think it's out yet. Stephen, uh, I had I had Victor Cohen in one of my books. I profiled him. He's a great, he's great. Uh, illustrator. He's great. He was a student of mine 20, really? 25 years ago, 30 years ago, something like that. Wow. I had him in a book like a number of years ago, I remember. He's a great art, great graphics. Yeah, terrific. Yeah. Oh, really amazing. That's wow, amazing. That's funny. You know, Stephen, we had um, AIGA on uh, an interview once, and I was actually going to try to network with them at the AIGA um, post in San Francisco. Um, do you ever get to come out this way to San Francisco? No, I don't, I'm afraid. I don't travel much. Mm-hmm. Well, if you do, you better ring me up, and we'll go to Jack London's Lodge. You get well, to that's see a good reason to come really out. It's really beautiful. Yeah. Oh, it's gorgeous. Oh, my well, gosh. Listen, I gotta, Holly, here. since you mentioned that, i got to mention that Stephen, uh, Judith, my partner Judith and I were interviewed by AIGA. It's on YouTube. Um, ah. uh, Julie Angster, when she was there. Um, Angster, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we, we were interviewed for a four-minute interview. It's on YouTube. It's really cool, actually, if you want to see it. See it. But we're in a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame collection, and... Uh, We've won a lot oh, of design cool. awards. That's right. Uh, I'm a big I'm a big typography freak, by the way. So you cool. know, I know you are. I know you are. So uh, it's quite it's quite. Uh, I'm glad you're on the show. You know. Thank you. Yeah. No. You know what, Stephen? I wanted to tell you. You know who comes out to Jack London once a year, and she never skips it. Is Anne Rice. She comes out oh, here really? every year. Oh, really, really. She stays wow. for like two weeks. Wow. Yeah, she stays for two weeks and just like hangs out in the in the different trails. There's different trails in those, so they do like a lot of um, just a lot of really cool things. You know, very California. You know, cheese making and all the different things, all the culture and everything that's out here. So yeah, she comes out here for about two weeks every year. 
She's she stopped loves it. writing her uh, vampire books, hasn't she? I know. I <laughs> that was funny. After the last one, Lestat, was it Lestat? I think well, that, that was the last, last one, one that was made it? into a movie, I think. <laughs> yeah. That was crazy. But um where did you grow up, Stephen? Uh in Manhattan. In Stuyvesant oh, Town. In Manhattan. So you're a native. Wow. So this yeah, is like really so, so I don't go too to far you. from home. It's like being in a uh-huh. provincial town. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I hear you. That's um, the way I am, Stephen. So I live, I'm a New Yorker, too. And I, I like a, it's a whole culture. You are. Here. Where yeah. are you from? What about your parents, Stephen? My parents? Mm-hmm. They were born in the Bronx. Oh, wow. Wow. So it's and like then emigrated to Manhattan. Wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You like lived. That's like really cool. You got to see all the different changes. What do you think of think of New York now? It's so different, huh? Well, right now, uh, I we moved from 16th Street and Fifth Avenue, mm-hmm. where we had been for about 34 years, mm. and we moved to uh, 30th Street near uh, Madison Square Garden, and. Oh. There's too many people in New York, and there's too much <laughs> hustle and bustle, and right. I still love it, but, you know, I, it, it's it's not the same. There used to be a lot of quirky things going on in New York, and now it's kind of homogenized. Uh, yeah, it's and I don't Are you go near to there? near Madison Square, Square Garden. In fact, tomorrow night I'm seeing Bill Maher at Madison Square Garden. Oh, that's cool. Really? That is really yeah. cool. Bill Maher is great. Hey, Stephen, did you know? Uh, did you know a gentleman named um, Father Henry Farron? He used to always have um, meetings of the Literary Guild at his house, and he was over by Times Square. No, I never heard of him. Oh, that's interesting. Because, you know, I'm almost positive. I thought that um, that you had gone. I had heard your name. There were a lot of people that were. That were at those meetings. They had the literary meetings there all the time. Interesting. You know, there's a lot of different things that go on in New York. It's funny how everybody just stays there. So, uh, yeah, you know, the... I always hear from Spencer about where he's going to eat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, once you find a good place that's not noisy, you keep going to that place. Really? Yeah, yeah mm. New York is. You have to adapt to certain uh, realities to be able to tolerate living here. It's and, true. Mm-hmm. You know, part of it is noise. Uh, uh, in in all restaurants where sound acoustics are terrible, I don't know why, but in almost every noisy restaurant, they also play <laughs> noisy music. <laughs> That's true. Oh yeah. Really so I, I my guess is they play all this music so that you don't want to sit there too long so that they can keep mm-hmm. the tables open. Oh wow, I didn't think That's about that. Just just a theory. Hmm. Yeah, what well, happens you know what Stephen, what happens to the you? quiet restaurants? What happens yeah. to the quiet restaurants, Stephen? Yeah, those don't get any uh no commerce and you know, the hardest thing to keep 
the hardest business to do in New York is a restaurant. Yeah, it's true. That's it's what true. I've heard. Wow. And plus it's you're so right many hours, that. too. And the hours yeah, exactly. and the time that you're putting in. It's a lot of, lot you know? of work. I mean, I'm up on on the Upper West Side. Holly, I'm on the Upper West Side, and there's a great turnover of things up here by the park. You know, Stephen, Mm -hmm. it's like you go to a restaurant, all of a sudden, like, it's not there. You know, the lease ran out. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, that's it. The uh, real estate prices are so high. Yeah. And uh, the margins for profit are so low. I mean, also, the margins are high. They're not low. But the amount of money that you can take in is low. Yeah. So it's you know those that succeed really they have to work very hard at it. Yeah, it's true, very true. You know what I wanted to say was um, I'm so glad that you um, were here because we were sure we didn't know whether or not I thought for sure you weren't going to come onto the show, but I'm so glad that you did join us today. Um, Spencer, was there anything more that you wanted to ask Stephen before well, it, we end? It's, with Stephen's life I've known, and it's so in-depth with so mm-hmm. many things. It's like uh, I could ask him, but uh, I'd be on forever. You know, I'm, I'm really – it's amazing his background. The uh, Stephen, you've done so much in so different areas. It's amazing, you know. Well, thanks a lot. i yeah. got to keep busy. Got to keep busy, you're right? A hundred and ninety. What is it? A hundred ninety-five. Now you said. <laughs> hundred ninety-three. You'll be at two hundred ninety-three. You know. Like how he says, he likes. He like. I said one hundred ninety-five. And you could hear his voice like it's one hundred ninety-three. <laughs> okay. Well, when you hit one hundred ninety-five, you'll be thinking about me saying you hit one hundred ninety-five. Uh, you got to keep going, man. You're just like, wow, that's a lot of books. I know, but you know, wow. everybody everybody does something, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I admire many people who do things that I could never do in my life, that I wish I could mm-hmm. do. I mean, I, I love watching great acting, and I love oh yeah, reading great novels, and you know, mm-hmm. those are, both those things are things I would never have been able to do when I was wow. a kid in New York. Uh, I went to schools that, where there were kids who became fairly popular actors and you mm-hmm. know I look back at them and, and with a certain amount of envy I went to school with Richard Thomas who became John Boy the year after oh, wow. we both left the school and wow. uh, there were a whole bunch of kids who were like child prodigies Some the kid who uh, there was one kid who had two TV shows and he later went on to be what? the uh, producer of uh, the Friday the 13th movies. Wow. Oh, Amazing. really? Yeah. Oh, wow. With Sybil. Um, yeah. Wow. But when you You're live in New York, as Spencer, even. you probably know, you meet a lot of people like that who's, you know, who are either in the business or their parents are in the business. Or Well, my partner is interesting because she has two she has a son and a daughter. Ariel's like in her late 20s. She's already been in a series with Emma Stone, Maniac, on Netflix. And she's just finished a film. And Justin uh, studied under Jim Jarmusch. And uh, he's a film editor, you know. And the kids are like, you know what I mean? They're in film. Um, right, that's and terrific. And it's really exciting. It's like your son's in film. And I'm very geared to film. My father used to be an editor at Columbia Motion Pictures. 
and my mother was a singer. I was brought up in a very insane family. But, oh, you know, great. it's all about the film, and uh, I'm glad it's in your life because uh, my partner's daughter is, and her son are doing great stuff with film right now, especially That's daughter. Terrific. She's, like, really up there, yeah. Big series. Well, talent yeah. is, film a, is something so cool. that when people have it, hopefully they'll use it, and hopefully they get a chance to show it, and mm-hmm. hopefully they don't take it for granted. Yeah, true, very true. You know, I think film is also um, an outlet for our emotions, um, mm. for ourselves, you know, I think. Yeah. Like, Stephen, with your books and stuff, you're very passionate about what you write about because you're very conceptual and you and you have that knowledge of everything. So for people that are acting and stuff, they know that that's what they want to do and it's kind of like their emotional outlet, don't you think? I think oh, yeah, it's definitely. always been that way. Well, I yeah. had just finished reading a book called Caging Skies, and I mm-hmm. did an interview with the author of this novel, and oh, it's wow. the basis for the this new film called Jojo Rabbit, mm-hmm. uh-huh. which you may have heard of. It opened today. Uh-huh. I was just so moved by her writing and uh, so uh, engaged in what she was uh, talking about in her novel uh, that I couldn't not interview her. Mm, Unfortunately, right. she was wow. generous enough to give me you that. And, oh, that's mm-hmm. so great. So, great. you know, when when I think of what I've done, I often think of what other people have done and feel bereft, mm-hmm. feel like I wish I could have done that. I wish I could have had the skill, talent, and wherewithal to do Mm-hmm. What those people are doing, right? Interesting. That is so cool that you tuned into what you really knew that you wanted to do um, on an emotional level, and also on a level of education. And you were talking about all your friends being child prodigies. Well, you're a prodigy yourself, Stephen Heller. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I. Uh... It's the grass is always greener on the other side, as they say. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what we always say. I know. You, you know what I want to bring else. in here is that the Stevens involved with SVA what? is my favorite, the favorite school that Judith and I love. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Well, Richard Wilde is a good friend of mine, uh, Stephen. Richard. Well, Wilde. you know, Richard retired after fifty years. He did. When? Yeah. This this is his f- first year in retirement. Oh, my God. I haven't spoken to him in a while. I'm glad you told me that. He's such a great person. He's a wonderful yeah. person. I just saw him last week for the first time this year. And really? Oh. He's very happy wonderful. to be in retirement. And uh, <laughs> it, But 50 years at one place. Unbelievable, uh, right? Creating uh, an environment that produced a lot of talented people. You know, you know what's amazing, Stephen? It's like Judith and I would go to these portfolio shows at different schools, but... SVA was something else, right? They had, not only do they have a great faculty, but it's just the portfolios are unreal, you know, coming out of here, you know? The kids that come out of SVA are really well trained and and they have inspiration. You know, it's, it's always the same ratio between genius and mediocrity. It never mm-hmm. really changes, but it does yeah. expand. 
Yeah, so uh, it's the same at SVA. There are uh, a large number of geniuses and a large number of so-sos, but they're always in the same ratio as one another. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very true. That's a goal. But you guys have so much talent in one place. So just imagine where all those people are going to go. My voice is going. Interesting. Must be the the fire in the air, or the Must smoke be. still in the air. No, I know. No. I had to clear my throat. See, I muted my mic for that one. But um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I did. No, so we are so glad that you did um, join us today because um, if you did miss the beginning of the show, um, you can listen to it um, afterwards as a podcast on iTunes and also on Red Velvet Media, Blog Talk Radio. And uh, we both want to thank you so much for being here today. What about you, Spence? Oh, yeah, it's a privilege and uh like I say, I followed Stephen all my year, and one th- I've got to mention something. Stephen is high quality, and I'm always into high quality, and mm-hmm. he's always been that way. And anything he's ever done is always high quality. And I love your articles I on Facebook. That. I see that. I'm looking forward to the articles on Facebook, Stephen. You do great articles there. Well, thanks very much. I really appreciate being here, Thank and you. I'm glad and I Stephen, woke you up. Know? Time. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, that's so funny. You know what I wanted to ask you, Stephen, because I know that you sound like you really like to mentor people. I'd love for your closing thoughts on this interview um, to our uh, audience that's listening and people that are going to be listening to this as a podcast. What would you tell somebody that wants to become a designer or an author or an illust- or into illustration? Well, I would tell them to uh, follow their muse which sounds rather cliched, but the fact is if you want to do something, do it and study it, study the people that do it, and don't let anything get in the way. Uh, You know, I don't really think of myself as a great writer. I think of myself as a competent one, but I have the, uh, the drive, and everybody needs to kind of follow that drive and follow that dream and follow that ability that you do have. And hopefully something will happen. Yeah. Great words. Absolutely. Thank you, Stephen, so much. Thank you, guys. Today. Hey, we love and you. And thanks, Spencer. And we're going to end with that really cool song real quick. Stephen, I couldn't get your music uploaded, but I've got another song that I think is kind of cool. It's Great. Um, the roll it's actually the Rolling Stones with the Beatles backing them up singing the song Drift Away, which I think is a pretty wow. cool song. Here you guys go. And I love the Very Beatles. Very rare, obscure thing. All right, great. Well, you'll love this one. You'll listen to Mick on this one. It's great. You'll love it. Perfect. Here you guys go. See ya. Day after day, I'm more confused Here to look for the light in the pouring rain No waste of time, I hate to lose Feeling the pain 
Oh, 